All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk, and it's going to be awesome today. We have Jake Kelper. He's a two times best selling author, a global speaker. He founded a pro basketball combine, and he's helped 70 plus NBA draft prospects sign their first contract. And he coaches entrepreneurs and freedom seekers. He helps them build world class networks, create thriving relationships, unlimited freedom, and epic life experiences. So we're going to have an epic episode. Jake, take it away. Tell us your story, bro. A little bit about me, a little background. I mean, you said it good in the introduction, but I'll kind of take you back a little bit further of how the journey kind of came to be. Growing up, I wanted to be in the NBA. You know, just like the millions of kids that wanted to play professional sports, for me, it was the NBA. I was on my driveway every single day in junior high practicing. I would, I would run the story through my head of like being on the driveway and being like, okay, if I make three extra, three extra layups, I'm going to the league. Like thinking someone's watching every single workout that I would do, right? And I kept practicing, kept practicing. Of course, I got, I got good because I was always practicing. Ended up playing basketball at the high school level, three years of varsity, and it was great. But here's, here's where the story really gets interesting. At that point, I realized that the dream that I had had playing the NBA, I realized that wasn't happening. And I had to make a decision of, do I pursue my academic career or do I pursue, you know, basketball at a lower division two, division three school? And I chose to pursue academics at USC because in my mind, what I realized was if I can't be in the NBA, I might as well work with the NBA players as an agent. Like that was the next best thing I could do. And right before I get ready to graduate, the agency that was I was going to work for, they ended up going to hiring freeze. And I'm scrambling towards the end. I had done everything right, done everything that I was supposed to do. And then I was left without a job essentially. And so I had to figure out what to do next. And, and luckily leveraging everything I had put into practice and, and a lot of the stuff that now I teach in the systems that, that I created, I ended up getting a job with the Lakers. From there, it led to writing my first book, which led to starting the professional basketball combine, which led to a second book, which led to speaking, which has now led to multiple successful businesses, now teaching people how they can build that and how relationships are the number one factor to getting you along that journey and, and having more fun in life. What are some of the tips that people can do to build relationships? Because everyone wants to be better at that, but it's a hard thing to do It really when you're really trying to do it. So, All right, well, let's give you, let's give a quick couple quick, simple tips. And we'll go with the team-based one first. We'll go with like, a group type of thing first. And it's to have this, this mentality called we is greater than me. Okay. And so what I mean specifically by this, because most people innately we're selfish. Okay. And what we want to do is we want to think that we're, you know, doing things for others because we're doing them for others. When in reality, we're doing them for ourselves. Right. And, and I've been guilty of it. Everyone's been guilty of this. We need to have this first honest conversation is, do you ask yourself these questions when you're approaching somebody? Do you think about it in this terms? What can you do for me? How can you help me get to where I want to go? How can I use you to get to where I need to go? Right. Those are often the questions we ask ourselves of why we're going to reach out to somebody because we always do want something from somebody. That's why we're reaching out, right? But there's a way of going about doing that, that shows authenticity and that creates mutually beneficial relationships, which creates win, win, win experiences, not just win, win. Or do you have a we mentality? A we mentality states, what can we do for each other? How can we help each other get to where we want to go? Now, here's the follow-up question a lot of people ask when you talk about we versus me, because Roman, let me ask you real quick before we dive on. Does that, does that make perfect sense in how we view a me versus we? Yeah, man, it does. I mean, it's, and I think about it from the sense of me having conversations in podcasts, right? When I ask a person to come be a guest, I'm not at predominantly, I'm not asking people who haven't done or accomplished anything, right? Like I want somebody who's got a little bit of an audience who has a story, a message that's going to resonate, right? Kind of self-centered in the sense that I want somebody who's going to do good for my brand, but also I want that we mentality. Exactly. And so that's where 
remember when you talk about there's two types of ways to know how you're having a we mentality versus a me mentality. So a lot of times you're getting to know somebody and you're trying to get to know, okay, are they going to be a good fit? How can I, you know, I, I know I want to get access to their contacts or something, but you're not sure when to ask. I do what's called flip the script. And the flip the script states that if you, the roles were reversed and the person that you were going to ask for something actually asked you for something for that same favor, would you feel comfortable doing it? If the answer is no, then you are not ready in your relationship to ask them for the favor that you are seeking. I'm going to call myself out personally. Um, sometimes I will reach out to people to be on my show. How in those interactions where it's kind of a one-way shooting information to a person, how do you make that we mentality come across in that state? Okay, this is a great question because there's different stages of everything. Every relationship is unique, but you can simplify. Here's the thing that, that you may be underplaying here, right? Is when you're reaching out to have somebody be on your podcast, it's not that you're just asking for them to give you an introduction. Because if you just were to say, reach out to someone random and be like, hey, I know you know this person. I want to get to know this person. They're going to be like, screw you, dude. You're, you're a prick, right? <laughs> but on the flip side, right, you're inviting them to be on your podcast. Now, it's still a strong ask. Like, you're still benefiting from this more than they are in the initial ask. But they also are getting a new platform. So then the question becomes, okay, how can you make that ask stronger? Similarly to creating an offer when someone's going to pay you. How can you pitch somebody? Essentially, you're pitching them, right? So what can you do? Hey, by the way, we'll have this, this, and this. We'll also create a PDF, this, this, and this. We'll create graphic, this, this, and this. We'll have these assets, this, and this, right? But what you want to do in that initial outreach, right? If you want someone to be in there, you can go straight for the ask, or you can do the the, the 2X method. First one, you just let them know that you follow them, that you like their stuff, and you ask a simple question. Then the second one is you go straight for the invite because at least you'll already have gotten a response. So there's so many different ways, but at the, at the end of the day, it comes down to the simple truth. How are you providing value in that initial response, even if you're the one asking for the win? How do you, because a lot of people will then say, well, Jake, I don't know, or I don't have any value to add to somebody because I'm trying to learn from them. Like they're the ones I'm trying to get in touch with. You always have something of value to add. And that could literally be, you're going to be writing a new book and you want to feature them. That's big value, right? You're going to say, hey, I'll pay you a thousand dollars for 20 minutes of your time. That's a big thing, right? But you could do things more simply, access to things everyone has, buy their book and tell them your favorite chapter. Listen to a podcast episode they were on and reference it. Post about them in your Instagram story and tag them. That's free publicity for everyone who's trying to get to that next level. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I'm a big sports guy. You know that. And let me tell you that you will never score a single point if you're not on the team. You will <laughs> never be able to win a championship if you don't play the game. So in life, it's the same thing. A lot of us have in our mind what's possible, yet we never get in the game. A lot of us want to connect with people, yet we never swing the bat in your terms, right? You know, something that's so important in, in our lives is that once you start, look, the worst thing that can happen is you fail and you end up right back where you were. Well, guess what? You're, you're already there and that's what that's what your normal is anyway. So it's not that bad. Right. And if it is that bad, you're going to keep trying to make it change because you're tired of that pain versus pleasure. Once you actually start doing things and you take that first step, you swing that first bat, what are you going to learn? You're going to experience what worked, what didn't. Then you're going to go back and you're going to evaluate. Then you're going to try it again. And you're going to change. And over time, what you're going to see is that the minute you start to take real positive action in the direction you want to go, well, your dominoes are going to start to fall and great things are going to start to happen. Roman, tell me this. You have that voice inside your head probably that talks to you way more than you ever wanted to talk to you, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right? And if you're listening, you have that voice. And sometimes we don't tell it what to tell us. We let it tell us what we think. And it drives us in the wrong direction of what we're capable of doing. And so what we need to do is make sure we have the relationship with ourselves dialed in before we can really start to have the relationships with others dialed in. And that's the process that you can go through, right? Dial it in yourself, start to take action, move in the right direction, snowball effect, meet the right person, start the web, and voila, two, three years, you got something magical 
that your life is drastically changed. So what's the, what, what would you say is the number one pitfall people make when they're building these relationships? There's a lot of, there's a lot of mistakes that I would say, but, I, but one of them that, that I've been talking about a lot recently is, is not paying attention enough to the person. Most people, when they reach out, are, are literally trying to figure out the fastest way to the end game versus trying to figure out the fastest way to the best relationship and the best outcome. Because the end game that you have in your mind may not be the best end game for that relationship. You need to talk to the right person that will give you the results that are going to help you. When you know why you want to talk to someone, you can invest more into your outreach and your discipline in form of building that relationship. You can find more ways to create value specific to them. I like to close out every episode with two things. First of all, what is one real piece of advice you would give to all the listeners? To all the listeners, we talked about starting now, which I think is so important, but I'll say that this is one big piece of advice is to always find a way to live in the moment and enjoy the journey. If we pursue whatever we define success as, as hard as we can, as much as and as often as we can, that's great. But if we don't enjoy the moments in life that get us to that, then we're missing the whole point. And I truly believe that when we take time time to appreciate what we have, to think about how far we've come, to look at all the amazing people we have in our life and to share that with other people. That makes life so great. Jake, that's awesome, man. Tell everyone how they can connect with you, how they can get in touch with you. Tell them about your books, everything. The best way, I'm on all social media. The best way is Instagram, which is just at Jake Kelfer, which is my name. You can also go to my website, jakekelfer.com. If you want to grab a, a free copy, don't get the giveaway. I want to grab a free copy and just cover the small shipping fee. You can all get an access to that. That's what the relational thing is all about, right? And uh, you just can get that on link in my Instagram or in our private Facebook group called the, the Elevation Station. And that's free to join. There's there's a link in there. You'll get a free book right away. Um, just cover the shipping. So those are the best ways for people to get in touch with me. Awesome, Jake. I appreciate it. Everyone get over there, check that stuff out, check his book out. And remember, we're going to be giving one away. All right, that's a wrap. So if you liked it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to that. And as always, thanks for listening. Keep it real.